All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Wednesday. Yep, a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. What a show we got for you. Right off the bat, we're going to go turn to Tom Fitton, our good friend, the president of Judicial Watch, and a man who every day is fighting for transparency from governments, federal, state, and local. Judicial Watch does some of the most important Freedom of Information Act open records requests in the country. They have been doing it for nearly all of my career, and Tom Fitton is the brave, courageous, relentless leader of this organization. Does a great job. In addition, they have been, like myself, like others, an occasional victim of censorship and what senior appears to be untethered, unirrational censorship, censorship without an actual cause. They just were knocked off of YouTube for a video that Judicial Watch believes was truly factual, not disinformation, but they're bounced off. So we're going to talk to Tom about the state of free speech in America, about the state of transparency in America. And we can't let Tom pass through here without also having a great conversation about the Russia collusion, John Durham investigation, that story, a big one. And there's a reason he's up to speed on it. He just won a very important ruling. A federal judge in the last few days has ordered the FBI to provide details on all the people that were looped in part of the Peter Strzok opening Crossfire Hurricane investigation memo. It's known as an electronic communication. This is a memo that our good friend Kevin Brock former intelligence director, assistant director of the FBI said, did not lay out an authorized or appropriate predicate to open the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Well, there's been a mystery about who was in the loop, who wasn't, who could be interviewed that we don't know about. Well, like they do so often because they're so determined, they have been able to convince a judge to look at this information and determine should it be released, knowing everybody that was in the loop on the opening of Crossfire Hurricane and on the creation of those FISAs that misled the FISA court and the United States Congress. They should all be identified so we can all get final answers and truth, something I'm sure John Durham is doing behind closed doors. All right. After that, we had an amazing interview last night on the TV show on Just the News, Not Noise, on Real America's Voice, Channel 219, Dish Network, Channel 240. 
Pluto on all of the apps, including Roku and Apple, and of course, Real America's Voice own proprietary app and the Just the News app. If you want to watch the TV show on the Just the News app, you know what you do? Click on the watch button. It's that simple. But we're going to make it even easier for you on this podcast. Last night, we had retired General Mike Flynn. Yes, that Mike Flynn, the one we broke the story about yesterday, the man who was relentlessly pursued for Russia collusion in the absence of evidence of Russia collusion. And of course, the man who ultimately got a pardon for uh, President Trump. He's reacting to the big scoop we broke on this podcast, broke on this show yesterday. And you're going to want to hear what he has to say. He views the latest slight against him, the Pentagon's effort to dock his pay and get recovery of some of the small funds he got from Russia when he went on that spy mission as a continuation of his persecution. That's right. That's what he said. Very important to hear his side of the story. It's a good one. It's an important one, and I think you'll enjoy listening to it today. All right, folks, two great guests back-to-back. Tom Fitton followed by General Mike Flynn. What a show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after we hear from our great sponsors, partners, and advertisers right after this. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. 
jump into the ring here, you're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. This next guest needs no introduction. He has done as much as anyone in this country to achieve transparency from government when government doesn't want to be transparent. He is the head of the amazing group Judicial Watch. You know him as Tom Fitton. Tom, great to have you on the show. Hey, good to be with you, John. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, listen, it's an honor to have you on every time because every time we talk, you guys have a big lawsuit. You're winning something. This week, another major development. Judicial Watch wins an order from a judge, and the FBI must provide new details on the officials le- listed in the stroke memo that opened uh, the struck memo that opened up the spy operation we know as Crossfire Hurricane. Big deal on this. Uh, what should we expect to get when the FBI complies? Well, we expect to get more information about the FBI officials who allegedly were involved in this operation. Uh, It was a memo that Strzok wrote to himself, authorizing himself to initiate an unprecedented spy operation against a candidate for the presidency at the time. Now, there's a big question as to whether that quote was the memo that opened it, as opposed to them doing something separately before then. Right. Uh, But the FBI, incredibly, didn't want to tell us who else was on the memo. And they're also, by the way, withholding other countries that were involved in this. So uh, the court wanted at least information about the titles and what their job duties were. The FBI objected to that. So the court said you have to give it to Judicial Watch. And if if the divulging that level of information might actually identify the officials before, you know, it's ready or they're ready, uh, then turn it over to me and privately in court. So... You know, it's another way to chip at the secrecy surrounding the worst corruption scandal in American history. It is amazing how long they have tried to cover up the different names and the different people up and down the chain. You probably remember this, but when we first discovered that Steele had gone to the State Department and uh, why, why he was working for the FBI and tried to peddle the same stuff to the State Department, there was a memo between the State Department and an FBI official. And originally, the go- the government wouldn't give us the name of the guy. It turned out to be the assistant director uh, of the FBI, you know, whose name is clearly a public matter of public record. There has been this idea that anyone involved in uh, Crossfire Hurricane gets an extra special secret layer of protection for something that really turned out to be not an intelligence operation at all. Why do you think that is? Is it just bureaucratic covering for each other, or do you think the goal is to keep people away from witnesses who might be able to add to the story of, of wrongdoing that occurred here? Well, it's a combination of everything. First of all, the resting state of the deep state is secrecy. So they don't want to turn over anything just on principle. And, uh, you know, the courts previously had given them an out in terms of withholding government, uh, the names government officials in FOIA requests. But as you point out, typically those names are of junior level, right. you know, admin people who, you know, there's not much public interest in their identity as opposed to high-level officials involved in the issues we're talking about, that they're now abusing the law to try to hide. 
It's just amazing. It is. And remember, the very first person convicted in in the Durham case was not a guy that was on the radar, right? It was a lawyer downstream. Uh, the idea that people downstream aren't relevant to the American public's understanding of this case, uh, that one blows it away. And, uh, you know, no one knew who Kevin Klein-Smith was originally. Uh, and, uh, and yet today, you know, he is the first convicted person in the Durham case. But, but you know, go, going, going back a little bit, John, I mean, what's extraordinary about this, in addition, is that this electronic communication, which is like one of the keystone documents, only came out because of Judicial Watch's lawsuit. That's right. Durham, you Durham didn't get this out nope. to us. Nope. You know, and, and this is the frustration we have here, yeah. is that, you know, we're all hoping for justice in the Durham investigation. But, boy, you know, he's slow and really quite limited in the scope of who he's going after, at least currently. Yeah, no, it, it is a slow process. There's no doubt about it. I suspect the trial will tell a larger story, but it's just a trial of one guy on one charge in, in what is yeah. now clearly a very big conspiracy to have misled the American uh, public. One of the things that I think is important about that founding document, the original electric, electronic communication that Pete Strzok does, is that we had Kevin Brock, the former intelligence chief for the FBI back in the Mueller years, very respected guy. He looked at it and said three things. One, this violates the rule. Struck both opens the investigation and approves the opening investigation. That's not right. right. Two, there is no predicate that would meet the test. Anyone who's been trained as a supervisor of the FBI uh, would not uh, consider this a predicate that would justify opening of a criminal investigation. And then three, he pointed out something really interesting. When I got the declassified documents uh, from President Trump, some of them that they got declassified, there's a memo where they, they're meeting with one of the informants right away in August and basically saying, oh, don't bother with Papadopoulos. We're no longer interested in him. So they open up on July 31st saying, oh, Papadopoulos, the whole reason... 11 days later, they're telling the informant, ah, don't even bother looking at him. We, we're not even interested in him anymore. In 11 days, they went from opening to, wait a second, they don't even look at the guy. Um, the idea that someone as senior as Kevin Brock could see through this, what does it say about the McCabe-Comey team allowing that EC to open up without the proper proof? Well, they're anti-Trump activists. They were nervous about Trump, and uh, they were looking for any hook and uh, they were willing to break all the norms. You know, they talk about norms, right? Yeah. Trump breaking the norms. Well, the norms were broken with respect to Trump in terms of the abuse of power to target him. And as you highlight, it, it, there wasn't a basis to open an investigation into, quote, a regular American, or let alone a candidate for the presidency. I mean, it was unprecedented activity by the FBI, even from even going back to Nixon and Johnson and you know, Kennedy, where the FBI was regularly misused for political purposes, there's nothing comparable. This is why I call it the worst corruption scandal in American history. There's nothing comparable in terms of the misuse of these government agencies to target the political opposition of the party in power. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. That's what makes this so troubling. It's it's the banana republic that we never wanted to become, uh, the FBI engaging in, in that sort of a silliness. You have another big win this week. I think it came out Monday. Uh, Judicial Watch got documents showing that a Texas researcher was tipping off the Wuhan lab of what U.S. Congress might be interested in investigating. How surprising was that to you to see the University of Texas medical branch uh, doctor basically warning him, hey, the Americans might be looking at you. Uh, It seems like the ultimate tip off, doesn't it? Yeah, this uh, this uh, Dr. LaDuke, I think his name is pronounced. Yes. So, uh, and uh, you know, he's one of the top. It's not so much he's from Texas, and there was this 
he was he was leading one of the lead he was leading one of the most important laboratories in the country when it came to biological research. Of course. So uh, you know he's he's kind of like one of the top people in the country in this area, and he has this expertise. And again, it shows that you have uh, the medical establishment in this country working hand in glove with their colleagues in China uh, to uh, really help them with investigations for which the Congress is, is rightly investigating them and giving them a heads up. It's really quite extraordinary. It is. And he basically is clearing with, the, uh, if I understand correctly, the reading through this, clearing with the Wuhan researcher what his story is going to be, basically synchronizing their story. I think there's a moment that so uh, I've been approached repeatedly for details of work, attaches a draft summary of what I'll be providing to the leadership, knowing, of course, that would go from the university probably to Congress at some point. In fact, he says likely to go to congressional committees. Weird to see a witness trying to coordinate their stories behind the scenes before uh, giving it there. This club of researchers between China and America, there seems to be uh, such a cozy relationship that they're all protecting each other without regard to what maybe the American interest might be in this. Is, is that part of this idea that you've now begun to expose the clickiness of this scientific community? Yeah, Fauci and others knew about what Wuhan was up to. They covered it up. It's clear in the documents we've uncovered. They knew, everyone knew there was gain of function going on, not only in China, but here in the United States, that type of research. And early on in the pandemic, they were more concerned about protecting China Despite all the evidence, China was deleting data and intimidating their own people. And when you look at these documents, you can see even the Wuhan Institute people were giving the hand to the face to the Americans here because yeah. they didn't want to get involved nope. because they knew they were more. It wasn't just the United States that was going to be going after them, uh, but they had to answer to the totalitarians running the Chinese state. Yeah, it is stunning. And, and the culture really does flow down from Fauci. This is his way of doing business, which is, this is our science. We're the scientists. It's our story to tell. The facts be damned. We're going to control the story. And I think that we've seen that, that, that mindset not only comes from Fauci, it filters all through the NIH community, including down to the independent researchers that get their money from NIH at these different universities. Yeah, the, 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 you know, we're talking about the deep state. The yep. deep state is as... That attitude is as present in NIH and HHS and all those top medical federal agencies as it is in the FBI and NSA. They'll break the rules, they'll lie, they'll withhold information, and they'll target their opposition just as much as the bad guys in the intelligence community will. It's just amazing. It really is. And the Judicial Watch's work has been so essential at exposing not only the substance of the communication, but I think uh, more importantly, the mentality of these science bureaucrats, that this is our information, not the public's. The public's too dumb to understand what we're doing. We are science, as Fauci would say. Uh, really remarkable work that Judicial Watch has done to to bring this all to light and to uh, continue to dig where a lot of people have been afraid to dig. Part of the reason, because when you dig here, you often get censored. And I think you just had yet another censorship uh, episode, right? Uh, with YouTube uh, censoring another of your videos. Yeah, they took down one of our videos and locked out our account for seven days. We're the nation's largest and most effective government watchdog group. And uh, supposedly we put out election misinformation, which is a false smear. Right. Uh, you know, I know exactly what is appropriate for YouTube. I never say anything that uh, YouTube shouldn't be able to approve. Uh, but YouTube has taken the partisan position that anyone who raises any questions about the 2020 election or even debates the issue 
uh, is going to be deleted and censored. And it's, as I said, it's a partisan, partisan ideological uh, effort. And Judicial Watch was censored. Uh, I see Heritage Foundation was just censored. Yeah. So as Elon Musk, you know, pushes for free speech at Twitter, uh, the other big tech co- companies are escalating their suppression of free speech. It's really, uh, you know, we talk about China. Uh, I, it's not much different here because we know in the background uh, we have evidence of it. And, of course, the Biden administration has been proud of the fact that they've been encouraging big tech. So yeah. the government uh, has been pushing for this censorship and big tech is more than happy to oblige so it's an ugly scenario it sure is and it's becoming more prevalent and now you have the mentality of big tech about to move into the government with the new dhs disinformation governance board and nita jankowitz we have a video up this morning where she gives a speech last october right after the justice department has ordered the fbi or sick the fbi and parents who are at these school board protests raising concerns about crt that people who are opposing CRT are, in her words, disinformers. So basically, anything that opposes your ideology is disinformation. It's not based on the facts. It's based on your ideological standpoint. Uh, How concerned are you about that mentality and the fact that this woman now, theoretically, could be in charge of a board very soon? Well, it's a totalitarian Marxist worldview. You know, she's a proponent of critical race theory. She uses it as the basis to justify her censorship. So, of course, anyone who opposes critical race theory uh, must be part of the disinformation gang, which is a Marxist term as it is. You know, this person hates the First Amendment. The organized left hates the First Amendment. And uh, the Biden administration has been embracing attacks on the First Amendment that we haven't seen in modern history here in our country. Uh, it's quite extraordinary. They've set up this board with this radical leftist who uh, is not only an ideologue, but a nasty partisan. And on top of that, uh, they are doing it right in the middle of an election season, again, to suppress uh, voices uh, that might otherwise be out there advocating for removing them from power. I mean, it's it's what totalitarians do all over the all over the world. And we're we're seeing the rise in total- rising totalitarianism here at home. It's really, really disturbing. No, it really is. And you've been on the front lines for a long time, starting to expose this. Because if bureaucrats had their way, we would never know this was going on. And uh, you're cracking through that ice every day. One other place, because I've been the beneficiary of much of this, is the great work Judicial Watch has done in the Hunter Biden case. And you had a new, I didn't get a lot of attention, or didn't get as much attention as I think it should have got. Um, a new lawsuit uh, that you have filed against the State Department for messages sent through the SMART system, which is their kind of backdoor. I think they oftentimes will refer to it as they're going on the high side to communicate. Why could this be very important? This is a body of documents that we don't think Congress got a lot of, of view, uh, visuals into, right? So this could be a whole new body of documents. Yeah, we have some documents, John, and you've seen them too, about Hunter and Ukraine and how his business dealings there were interfering with our foreign policy in Ukraine yep. and Russia right. uh, and the corruption there. Uh, so we know there's already material in that sort of, as you say, that kind of key official messaging system. Uh, the second area that we don't have a lot of insight on, which I think is curious, is China. You know, I'm not aware Great of seeing point. any State Department documents about uh, his dealings in China. No. And there's no there's no doubt if he's going over there five, six, you know, a dozen times, however many times he went over there, yep. both, you know, with Secret Service and without Secret Service protection. And once with his father on Air Force Two, I mean, which is an official event. That's right. So the State yeah. Department, you know, necessarily would have material about what was going on there. 
you know, and it goes to show you that after two years, it's like, well, you know, there's still basic information, basic questions that haven't been answered no. about Hunter Biden. And, um, you know, it highlights the need, again, for a special prosecutor into the Biden issue, because right now it's all being done by direct political appointees of right. Garland and President Biden and the regulations, according to what we were told during Mueller's era, require a special counsel be appointed when there's this obvious conflict of interest. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, your work on uh, Hunter Biden on many things, Russia collusion, uh, COVID-19 is epic work because it, it is really wrenched from the hands of uh, bureaucrats the truth that they want to keep so de- desperately buried and uh we're bene- we benefit every time uh you're you're in action tom and just great folks at judicial watch thanks so much for uh bringing us up to speed on all these really important things we're gonna we're gonna be keeping a close eye on a lot of these cases particularly that fbi one i think a lot of people are gonna be excited to see what you get in that next lawsuit thank you john all right folks we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be back in just a few seconds Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Good evening, America, and welcome to Just the News, Not Noise, the show here where today we have some big news. We broke another unbelievable story that we definitely need to cover more of tonight, especially with General Michael Flynn himself. But, John, catch us up to speed on all that has been discovered before we bring him on. Yeah, a real comment. important story. The general's going to be joining us in just a few short seconds. Listen, from, since 2016, the media, the Democratic establishment has questioned General Flynn's patriotism because he went to a dinner in Russia with Vladimir Putin in December 2015. Last night, we put up the documents He did that dinner at the behest of the DIA because he was helping America spy on the Russians. He cleared it in advance. He met with all the Russian experts in the intelligence community. He got tasking orders. He went there. He came back. He gave a thumb drive full of intelligence back to the United States community. And for the last six years, General Flynn has stayed quiet about that, taking all the barbs, all the questions of his patriotism. Tonight, we get the chance to ask the general what really happened 
in that if now infamous dinner in Moscow. And I want to have everyone join us right now in welcoming General Michael Flynn to the show. General, good to have you on. Uh, thanks, John. Thank you, Amanda, for having me on. I appreciate it. Sir, you, for six years, your reputation was uh, completely wrecked by people who suggested you went to this dinner to be some sort of patsy for uh, Vladimir Putin to get rich off of Russian money. We now know from these DIA documents, you went there to spy on Russia for America. You cleared it in advance. You came back with valuable intelligence. How hard was it for you to stay silent all these years and not be able to tell Americans what really happened at that dinner? Well, first of all, and, and I appreciate you having me on because uh, really uh, what I, I believe has occurred is the Department of Defense underneath this administration, the Biden administration, they completed a investigation and they, they decided that they're going to further uh, persecute me by, by uh, uh, tagging my pay for a, a uh, you know, what they call a, a violation of something called the Emoluments Clause. It's it's stunning uh, because of the transparency that I provided to the entirety of, of not only uh, the national security apparatus, but certainly the Department of Defense. And in fact, uh, without, you know, put, put out some of the names of the people that attended that meeting, but there are representatives from all the services in that meeting over at DIA that I was briefed on prior to my uh, going over to Russia to do that uh, speaking engagement and then uh, and then follow Following uh, that speaking engagement, I did a full debrief with, uh, you know, that, that's that's sort of as a as a former agency head, uh, your the expectations of you to go overseas and do things on behalf of our government is just expected. And uh, every every agency head uh, in the in the past has always done that. So it's not unusual. But this just shows the depth and the level of uh, of fear on the part of uh, this administration of me. And also, uh, uh, just uh, I think the evil that we're that we're facing in our uh, in our government right now. I mean, this is this is nothing more than just uh, a persecution and harassment and embarrass and another attempt to embarrass me uh, personally. Which at this stage, it, it really you know they, they they've they've done all I can, and I'm I'm still standing here, John. And we're going to continue to move around this country like I have been moving around with a with a, a group of people trying to help people get involved at the local level. In our country, uh, you know, from our election process, uh, you know, on up to, uh, to all the different aspects of the national security state and the things that I'm very familiar with and trying to help help out with. And uh, I mean, God, we talk all day about Russia, China, and I wish that's what I was talking about on behalf of the United States of America. But now I'm here talking about just this continuing persecution for a what really amounts to John, and you know this because you you reported on it so. Uh, uh, intimately over the last four or five years for a crime that I did not commit and for a pardon that I did not want, uh, as, as the Department of Justice did in in, uh, in the for uh, egregious government misconduct because there was no no crime committed. But what they did was they for the whole the, the entirety of the Mueller investigation and leading up to it, obviously they. As you know, and you reported so well, they, they just went right after me and my family and just trying to destroy me. And uh, be, you know, solely because I helped Donald Trump get elected in, in 2016. And, uh, and, and, they, and they did not want me back in the, in the mix of things in the summer of 2020 when he was running again. Uh, so they, they kept that, uh, that sort of Damocles, you know, over my, you know, the yoke over my neck, I guess, 
um, until until the after the election. And, and now we know uh, now we know even more about what's happening, what happened during the 2020 election, certainly as yeah. this just came out recently in the uh, Dinesh D'Souza movie. So so anyway, it's just it's a long, long, complicated story for many people. This is just a continued persecution. I don't expect it to end. Uh, I know this is a this is just another effort to keep me silent, uh, which I will not be. Uh, I will continue to fight for this country as I always had from the time that I was a young man joining the military. So uh, that's just in my nature. And I appreciate telling a little bit of this story. I really appreciate the article that uh, that you put out about this. And I and I understand you might uh, do one or two others, which I again, I, I think it's a story that needs to be told to the American people and certainly to the audience that uh, that, that pays attention to what's happening to our country. And uh, and I guess I, I would just finish by saying if you know, if people want to, if people want to help me, because I do get a lot of that, you know, how can I help you? They can go to my, my website, generalflynn.com. I have a, a letter to America that I wrote, uh, which was really a, a, uh, a letter thanking the American people for helping me through the, the previous persecution, uh, where they went after my family and I, and I had to make some really difficult decisions, uh, at a, at a very, very difficult time in my life. But the American people, they, uh, they understood and they, and they came to, uh, to our, my family's rescue. And so here I am again. And uh, I, I don't mind the fight. I really don't mind the fight. Uh, we need it in this country and we need uh, we need champions. So uh, my last point there for you, uh, John, and you, Amanda, is that I'm out and about this country seeking champions to help stand up, step up and speak up on all of the different things that we are uh, we are up against right now in this crazy, crazy administration that is ruining, not running, they are ruining our country. General, you have been through so much emotionally, professionally, financially, and then you get this letter from the Pentagon demanding that you fork over this money that I would certainly assume they already knew about anyway. Um, right. I know that this isn't a laughing matter, but with everything that you've been through at this point, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, of course, of course they are doing this. But what went through your mind when you got that letter? Well, first of all, I, I, I was not surprised. I was not surprised at the letter. Uh, they do not give me any any recourse. They don't. They didn't give me a copy of the investigation. They don't let me have 30 days to respond to to whatever whatever they investigated. Uh, there are there are classified. There are. I know that there are classified uh, documents that that go along with everything that I did. So you know, I mean, release the damn classified documents. I I, I won't I won't speak to those. But I know that they exist. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm just not surprised. I'm not surprised at the snarkiness at the at the evil that exists inside of our uh, our, our uh, government right now, particularly the national security state, which uh, has overcome the military-industrial complex by far, head and shoulders above. Now they are running; they are trying to run this country, and they don't like people like me because they know that uh, they do not want me uh, coming back into government in any capacity because they know how how uh, that I know how they operate, and they know exactly what I would have done had I stayed in. Uh, much longer as a national security uh, advisor to uh, then Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. And, and uh, you know, so they had to get rid of me very quickly. So I'm not surprised at this. I'm, it's just another another dig, another means to to embarrass, another way that they they just want me to shut up. And uh, and I'm not about to. It's not in my nature. I'm not designed that way. And uh, and I will tell you that uh, it, it's, it, it actually stiffens my backbone even more uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to take, they're just going to reach into my, into my retirement and they're going to take some money out 
uh, money that, you know, it's, 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 it, yeah, it means something, but that at the end of the day, uh, this country means a, a heck of a lot more, uh, than, than, uh, than what they're, what they will do to me. And I, and it ought to be assigned to everybody, all your listeners, everybody that watches this show and everybody that'll see it in other means on social media and, uh, you know, in podcasts, because I know a lot of people are talking about the article that you put out, uh, that Justin News put out in the last 24 hours. A lot of people have sent me a lot of information back about it. And so I think it will, it, you know, with me standing up and doing what I'm doing, I hope that it encourages at least one other person. That's really all I, I'm looking for. I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for that one person who's willing to stand up, step up and speak up and do the kinds of things that we need to do to, to, to rescue this country from this, uh, this, this person that we're all going through, this persecution that we're all going through, which is a slide towards uh, communism and Marxism. It really is. We can't fit ourselves anymore. Nope, you can't. General Michael Flynn, you are a freedom fighter and, and your service to this country is certainly appreciated by both John and I in this network and all of our viewers as well. So thank you so much for, for all of your service. Thank you for being here today. We will definitely have you back on again very soon. And John and I will be back after the commercial break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So grateful to have had Mike Flynn on the show. What some powerful words. You really get the sense of a man who is steeled now against all of this misinformation, all of this disinformation, and not going to take it anymore. It doesn't even seem to be bothered by the fact that they're going to try to take some more money from him, top of the millions that went to his legal bills. Really remarkable and insightful interview. And also, he confirms what I've been reporting since 2019, and yet this week, got the documents to back it up. He went to Russia in 2015, not to go make a cheap buck off of Vladimir Putin and Saka, but instead to spy on him and his players and report back to the U.S. intelligence community. Very, very important, different purpose than what the media and their players in Congress all misled us about for so very, very long. Two great interviews. Very excited. Now. Before we go, you know I like to introduce you to all of our partners, all of our strategic partners, all of our advertisers, the sponsors, because each of them not only supports the show, not only supports the Justin News reporting, not only supports our endeavors, they also do special things for you. They give you offers that you can't get in the open marketplace. These are unique offers to the Justin News family, to the John Solomon reports listenership. And one of those are my good friends at Smith AI. And 
I run a small business, right? Just the News, Bentley Media Group is a small business. I own it. I have to worry about everything. Some nights I'm running the dishwasher and cleaning up in the office. Other nights I'm doing the bills. One of the things that always is a challenge for me is answering the phones and all the messages that come in to us. We have millions of readers. People reach out by phone, by email. And I'm telling you what, it can be overwhelming and it can be expensive to have human receptionists and professional call handlers. And I have a great solution because Smith A has a great solution. You know what? They provide award-winning virtual receptionists who are live, they're professional, they're human, and they handle all your calls, your chats, and your texts and unlock new business at just a fraction of the cost if you were to hire the staff in-house. That's pretty good, right? Smith AI pays for itself. That's one of the great things about Smith AI pays for itself. And then some with all the new clients that their receptionists are going to help you secure. So never miss another lead, boost your revenue, increase your focus at work, and keep your staffing costs down. In this period of high inflation, all of those are winning strategies for a small business. If you run run like I do, AI is the way to go. Smith AI has the ultimate solution. Now, they've got plans starting at as low as $240 a month. That is a bargain. So try smith.ai today. And here's how you do it. Listeners can get 100 bucks off when you sign up using the promo code JUSTNEWS. Where do you go? You go to smith.ai. That's easy, right? Smith.ai. You use the promo code JUSTNEWS. While you're on there, you're going to see a lot of five-star reviews. You're going to See the incredible plans they have starting at just $240. You're going to get a hundred bucks off when you sign up using the code Just News. That's J U S T N E W S, one word. It's a great code. You use it for a lot of other things. Hundred bucks at sign up. What a good deal. Don't let another day go by and let your business flounder or miss a lead, miss a contact from one of your important customers or future customers. Go try out Smith AI at smith.ai and just use that promo code. You know what it is Just News, all one word. All right, folks, have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow with some great interviews. I think we got some scoops coming on over the horizon, including in Missouri in the Eric Wrighton's case. Stay tuned on that. All right, have a great night. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists show your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. 
Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.